Welcome back to One Conversation, the podcast where we believe one conversation can change a life. So first and foremost, Happy New Year's to our listeners out there. We know that this is the time of year where many of us start thinking about goals we want to achieve in this new year. And I'll say, you know, it's been a hard past two years, right? Bree and I were kind of just chatting about that before we hit record. Mm -hmm. So we're hoping this year goes a little bit smoother, right? In terms of everything that's been going on uh, locally and globally. But we're here today to talk about goal setting. And we know how common it is for goals to be maybe given up on or completely forgotten about uh, only a few weeks or months after these goals are set on New Year's. I will be the first to raise my hand and say, I have done that before. I have totally oh, made yeah. New Year's resolutions. I've totally set New Year's goals. And then a week, a few days, a month later, they are gone and forgotten about, right? For a variety Long of reasons. Gone. So, oh yeah. <laughs> so, and there's a lot of reasons, right? That goals may not be accomplished. Uh, so today we wanna break down some tips for setting effective goals that you can actually stick with for the new year and beyond. So before we start setting these goals and before we start maybe journaling them, you know, that'll hold yourself more accountable if you actually write it down. Mm-hmm. Um, think about what's important to you in each area of life um, that you want to achieve something differently in. So not just saying like, you know, some random goal that doesn't even really mean something to you, but other people are doing it. You know, you're more likely to lose track of that one because you're not invested in it. It doesn't mean something to you. It's not important to Mm -hmm. you. So brainstorm what it is that you want to change your desired outcomes and start making a list and write it down and just make sure that you are practical with those things. We'll talk a lot about that Um, and just make it reasonable, something that is realistic and attainable. So you can ask yourself, what are your goals um, or outcomes you want to see this year? So make it long term, you know, not just for January, not just a a 30 day challenge, although those are great and they can be good kickstarters. But what's something long term that you want to be involved in? And when you have a long-term goal, it makes everyday life a little more exciting because you have something to work for. You know that there's that light at the end of the tunnel that you're going to see that result eventually. And so you're going to keep working towards it. But in order to get to that long-term goal, you do need to have short-term goals or milestones that are measurable and achievable to keep that process going. So have that long term that means something to you and keep your eye on that prize. But in the meantime, there is a lot of work that we need to do to get there. So we need to talk about how to make that happen in the short term too. Yeah, totally. And I think, you know, those the milestones are so important, right? Because You know, it's good, again, to have that long-term goal to focus on that. I think that keeps your drive going. It'll remind you why you're doing it, why it's important to you. But taking time to really celebrate the milestones or the steps along the way, I think really help ensure that success, right? And so Mm -hmm. another way to kind of frame this whole idea of your resolutions or goal setting is to think about systems instead of goals. And this is something that really spoke to me because again, I identified at the beginning, I've had a plethora of years and goals where things are just straight forgotten about in you know a certain amount of time, right? That goal is just out the window for me. And when I was reading this and really looking into this, I was like, wow, it's such a simple like verbiage change and kind of like a reframing process. But to me, I was like, that makes a whole lot of sense. And so when we're talking about a system instead of a goal, We are focused in a systems kind of framework. We're focused on the process, right? Those milestones instead of just the goal and the outcome, because you really can't ignore the steps that's, you know, going to be necessary to take you towards that goal. Uh, And without a process that is measurable or attainable, you may get really discouraged or really lost along the way. And I think that's been one of the biggest reasons why I've had a lack of success, right? With a lot of the goals Mm -hmm. I've set for myself. So to kind of break this down and give a little example, let's say your goal is to keep your house clean, right? Maybe that's the goal for this year. If you are only focused on the goal of a clean house, then you may really only clean when things become messy, right? And in that state, you may start to feel like once the house becomes messy, like, oh man, I just can't get this right. 
you know like I can't keep this goal I'm not good at reaching this goal because the house just keeps getting messy which we all know inevitably just happens right Mm -hmm. especially with kids (laughs) I can imagine right so yes it's just inevitable (laughs) we live in the house things are going to get messy um But again, if, you know, you're starting to really feel like, oh, it's just messy again. This is keeping me from getting to this goal and I'm not good or I'm not getting successful at this. Well, maybe instead of just kind of keeping that framework in mind, maybe you start to have a system, right? So maybe instead you think about that feasible system. Maybe it's setting time aside to clean, um, you know, certain things on certain days or certain times. Maybe laundry gets done on a certain day, or maybe the kitchen gets cleaned every, you know, XYZ day of the week, whatever it is. Uh, this system is going to bring you more success, right? Because it's that system that's going to be able to make that goal easier to accomplish. Instead of just focusing on the house is always going to be clean, because again, we know that's pretty impossible to achieve, right? Especially with family, roommates, whatever it is, you know, having that system in place, um, it's going to keep you more positive also, right? So, you know, maybe you're not just focused on everything's pristine, but if my new kind of system in place is, you know, I'll do the laundry this day a week, or we'll have a chore list in the house and I'll make sure people stick to it. Those are good milestones that you can feel really successful in. And at the end of the day, if you're following that system, your house is more likely to stay clean, right? Or be cleaner. And so I think that's a really good thing to think about. It's not just about the outcome, it's about that process, right? And that's how you can really uphold those goals and make it easier for yourself. Yeah, I love that way of thinking. I mean, even just hearing you talk about that, I was going through some of the things that I wanted to implement for my new year. And I'm thinking like, ooh, am I focused on the process or am I just Mm -hmm. like wanting to see this result? Because one of the things that we're doing right now is we are decluttering our house. So I actually am doing, it's a five-day challenge. It's not a 30-day challenge. And I'm now on day four, um, doing well so far, four out of four. Killing it. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't just say like, okay, I want a decluttered home. And then if that, like, what does that even mean? What does that look like? Right. How do you get there? Yeah, if I'm not focused on how to get there and I don't get there, whatever there looks like, I'm going to feel like it's a failure. But if I focus on the process of it, hey, I cleaned out my shoes, I cleaned out my junk drawer, I cleaned out my top of my uh, bathroom counter. Um, So I can be proud of those things and that can lead towards a more decluttered home. And so that's focusing more on the process. I think that's awesome. Uh, So we can have result goals or we can have those process goals like you were introducing. So result goals would look like I want to lose this amount of weight. I want to make this amount of money this year. So it's a, you know, very much this is what I want to achieve. Don't necessarily know how I'm getting there, but this is mm-hmm. it. I feel like that's a majority of New Year's resolutions oh, yeah. that I hear. You know, I want to be fit. I want to go to the gym. Right. And it's like, what does being fit look like? What does that mean? Yeah. So you don't always have control over the results. You can only influence the results by having your process Mm. or your habits figured out. Um, And if you don't see those results, you can get upset or think you failed and give up, you know, failed New Year's resolutions. And we start seeing those as early as the first week of January if you don't really have a plan in place of how you're going to achieve that. So having that process goal is saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to achieve getting fit by, you know, I'm going to go to the gym twice a week. Mm-hmm. That is measurable and attainable. If you don't do that, you know that you didn't fail on that week. You know, it's all a process and you're working on it, but you know where you are versus where you want to be. And so you can keep working towards where you want to be, but it is that very measurable, like, okay, I didn't go twice this week, but I'm going to do better next week. I'm going to go twice Mm -hmm. next week. And, you know, that long-term goal might be, I want to be fit, be living a healthier lifestyle, but you have now those short-term goals of this is a week by week. I'm going twice a week. It's not like, oh, I need to go to the gym this month, you know? 
right. weekly is going to be so much easier to keep track of. And if you are really engaging in that process and keeping yourself accountable within that process, then the result that you're seeking will follow. Absolutely. And it's funny, as you were saying that too, I was just thinking about, I, I know for me, and I even did this this past New Year's, sometimes I think about a goal that I really want to achieve. And in my head, I get so caught up, right? I'm kind of this like held on a pedestal, big shiny goal, right? Maybe this like version of myself that I visualize myself being or like, you know, having yes. certain things. And it's like, you get so wrapped up in that, right? And I feel like in the past, especially, you know, that's the stuff I was writing down. It's like, okay, I want to do this, right? I wanted to have, you know, the same vision that I have in my head right now as I'm feeling super enthusiastic, as I'm really getting into this and setting these, you know, resolutions or these goals for myself. And it's like, I had that big shiny idea of what I wanted, but yeah, I was literally ignoring like, okay, well, what are you going to do? Or like, okay, what does that really mean? Right. Cause I definitely mm -hmm. have had that one in the past. Like I want to be fit. And then it was kind of like week to week. I was feeling like lost because I realized I was so focused on that big shiny end goal and literally none of the work as to like, okay, well I'll take these steps or this is what I can incorporate. And it was just like feeling so lost, right. In a very short amount of time. And suddenly that big shiny goal is like miles away and you're like, I can never do that. And then it's like that give up point. Right. And I feel like right. I'm probably not alone in feeling that way when it comes not to at all. setting yeah. these kind of goals. So yeah, I just feel like so far, I mean, like, I think these are just really good things for myself as well as our listeners to keep in mind, right? Think about that process, you know, and even when you are kind of going through your system, you know, it's, never going to be like this perfect linear process I think with anything no matter no. how hard you are working you know it's there's always going to be plateaus there's going to be hiccups there's going to be bumps in the road and so I think that's another really big thing is like celebrating right because maybe you know your goal and I know this is a super common one this is something I have on my list this year is to just get a little healthier lose some of these quarantine LBs I've kind of put on right over the past year or so but, you know, let's say I'm killing it and I am, right? I have that process and I am going to the gym two, three times a week. I have incorporated healthier meals. Well, let's say my body just gets to a point where, yeah, maybe I plateau. Maybe I'm doing all that, but then I step on the scale that week and there's not a difference, right? There's not a loss there. That's, I think, a really big holdup for a lot of people thinking like, well, I've done the work and nothing's happening, right? And that's another kind of give up point, I think, or like a roadblock that a lot of people kind of get stuck on instead of like, well, okay, you know, maybe the results weren't on the scale this week, but hey, I did go three times this week. Maybe, mm -hmm. you know, it was easier for me to get that run finished. It was, you know, a lot quicker for me um, to get in the kitchen and make that healthier meal. Whereas at first I was kind of struggling to get in and, you know, make those home cooked meals. Like whatever it is, you still, have to celebrate and know that like you're on the right path and if you keep doing those same things you will eventually get back on track right or see that progress so I think those are just really big things to first and foremost keep in mind but another big component of this um, and Brie kind of mentioned this in the beginning is really thinking about what is your why right what is the thing that you want why do you want this goal because you know, if you're really thinking about how you want to feel or how you want to live, it really is going to help you create meaningful goals, right? Things that are actually attainable or aligned with who you are. And I know that's super important. In the distant past, I know I've set really unreasonable goals. I think that maybe came out of looking at what other people are doing, maybe thinking these are, you know, expectations that I should have of myself, but things that really didn't align with who I was, right? But those meaningful goals, thinking about what what is your why? Why do you really want this? Is going to help you really stay on track and also, yeah, create goals that are really um, meaningful for you. So a good process to do this is figuring out maybe what you're struggling with. So instead of, again, thinking about that shiny visual end goal of like this version of me, right? Or whatever that is, maybe try to like really brainstorm and figure out like, what am I struggling with? You know, what do I want to create an overall feeling to work towards? What is What does that look like for me? What is going to feel good for me? So maybe if you've been feeling lonely or disconnected, right? You know, it's been a two year long pandemic and still <laughs> carrying over into this new year. So yeah, maybe you're feeling a little bit disconnected, right? So maybe you're struggling with that. And maybe you want the feeling this year to be connectedness, whatever that looks like, right? Maybe 
safely going out, um, you know, distancing, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe it's just connecting even on the phone better, right? Or making time for people to kind of reach out and be there. Or maybe you've been really stressed. I know I'll raise my hand. I know I've been feeling some stress and I feel like that's a probably a global similarity there. But maybe you've been feeling really stressed, right? And so this year, maybe you want to overall achieve a feeling of calmness. So if you kind of start with these kind of key elements of what you're looking for, you can really help yourself to create goals to achieve those feelings, right? And start to really create things again that are gonna be really good for you. And you can do an activity um, I saw to help really clarify what you need. I really like this. I actually wrote out some resolutions so far, but I'm still going to do this. I was keeping this in the back of my mind. I was like, yeah, I have to write my little list. But what you can do is set up a piece of paper. You can, you know, kind of draw a line right down the middle. One side you could put on the top more of this and the other side you could put less of this. Ooh, I like that. Right? I kind of fell in love with that when I read that. Um, and so, yeah, you could take time to document like what you want or need more or less of in your life. And let's say some of those things don't kind of come out with like this huge goal, right, to achieve it. But at least, you know, a lot of those might be goals, but at least it's going to be things to keep in mind for you, right, as you kind of navigate this new year and things that can help you, yeah, just feel overall like the best version of you. So Lisa, as you're talking about this shiny version of ourselves and like this dream person of who we want to be, um, I was reminded of this meme that I sent my husband a couple weeks ago. I have to bring it up. It's a little comedic relief here, but it's like, it, it totally made me think of this shiny person that we aspire to be. So it's just text. It says, almost left the grocery store without buying a bag of spring mix to throw unopened into the garbage in two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) How many times have I done that? Almost every single grocery store trip. Why am I this like health goddess when I'm shopping for groceries and then I get home and all I want to make is a quesadilla? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're like, um, that spring mix doesn't really go on anything I want. Yeah, no. I'm laughing because the amount of times I've done that too, you know? Right? So it's this person of ourselves of like, maybe in 2022, you want to become the person who you think you are in the grocery store. (laughs) And how can we make that that. happen? How can you like Mm -hmm. prepare meals that actually need that spring mix. So you will use it. <laughs> what are you Let's doing use our spring, spring mix? mix in 2022. <laughs> I, I'm really digging that analogy. Yeah, the amount of times. I actually did that like a week ago. I was like, I'm going to meal prep this week. And so I looked up all these yummy vegan recipes. I went, I went absolutely nuts on these bizarre ingredients and things that I've never even used before because it goes into the oh, recipe. Yeah. And then I got home and it was like, what is this? You know, and then I ended up like making things I would typically make. And I was like, well, that's just uh-huh. kind of staring at me in the fridge. It just was slowly going bad. And I felt mm-hmm. like it was judging me every time I was like opening the fridge. And like it that does. vegetable was looking at me and I was like, oh, ignore it. Just shut it. You know, I'll toss it out in a couple of days. <laughs> and know? then you get takeout because you don't want to keep opening the fridge yes. and having it stare at you. <laughs> uh, like the shame. Yeah. From like that thing staring back you're like no I'll just throw it away another day uh-huh. yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I like that be the version of yourself from the grocery store yeah I'm so glad you can relate to that because I think it's a very common oh, problem well. <laughs> I, yeah I don't think that's just you know unique to this to this room of you and I you know no mm-hmm All right. So getting back into it, we needed a little break there to talk about that. Just make it real relatable for you guys, hopefully. All right. So with that list, uh, writing down your goals and figuring out your process to achieve those goals, here's some questions that can help you brainstorm along the way. What have you been avoiding or putting off? Is there something that you've been wanting to achieve for a while and you just, for whatever reason, you know, excuse after excuse, or maybe even legitimate reason after legitimate reason, you have Mm -hmm. been putting this thing off? You know, it's time to figure out how we can realistically make that happen. 
another question to ask is what makes you feel whole or connected? Mm. You know, especially if connectedness is something that you are wanting more of. I think with all of this Zoom and all of the six feet apart and all of that, getting creative with how we can maintain or increase connectedness is something that would be beneficial. And so what what is it that would help that for you and figuring out how to get there? As we're talking about all this, it's really important to not over inundate yourself with all of this. So Mm. even if you have a lot of things on your list that you'd like to achieve, let's narrow it down to maybe one big goal and two small goals that feels more realistic than I want to use the spring mix. I want to declutter my home. I want to bench 300 pounds. I want to, I don't know, (laughs) is 300 pounds a lot? I don't even know. I mean, for me, I don't know. There's probably some people out there that are like, oh, I can do that. No problem. But sounds like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Right. So let's have one big thing and two smaller things. Uh, If you have a really long term goal on January 1st, but maybe mid through midway through the year, it doesn't really matter anymore. It doesn't really resonate with you. And you want to change what that is, you know, even if it is your big goal. Know that you can be flexible with yourself. You know, this is what I wanted to achieve. Maybe my values have shifted a little bit. Maybe my lifestyle or just mm-hmm. the circumstances I'm living in right now have made that not as possible. Don't be quick to consider that a failure. Just adjust it. Give yourself the flexibility. Say, I've been yeah. making progress on this and we're just going to flow with it. We're going to adjust it a little bit so you can be practical with your goals in your life. Absolutely. And you can also ask yourself how challenging your goals feel. If it's something super overwhelming, it's just taking over your entire January and you can't focus on other areas in your life. Let's step back on that one. Um, Mm -hmm. And if it's maybe not, if it's too easy, maybe you can add in another smaller goal. Uh, But you can definitely adjust the process along the way. It's not like whatever you're writing down right now as your process has to be it or it's a failure or you need to walk away from it. Like, see how that works. If it's not working, change it up a little bit. See how that works. If it's not working, change it up a little bit. What is it? Rinse, wash, repeat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As long as you're still working at it, we're still making progress. So just give yourself some forgiveness uh, when you either miss a step, you know, but you're getting back to it or you need to adjust a step. Just give yourself that grace. I love that. Yeah. And I think I'm someone that is very like, driven in a lot of ways I also hold myself up sometimes to like very unrealistic standards right of like you can accomplish this and you can keep going and there's more you can do and like I think that's been something in my past especially even you know creeping into now that's really held me back from accomplishing a lot of things because like you said you know maybe something changes in your life or maybe you set that goal and suddenly like along the way you realize maybe that's really not even the outcome that you want anymore right maybe you're happier with yourself achieving a different kind of goal or something that looks a little bit different I think a lot of people it's like the fear that you know maybe I wrote this goal down or I really thought about it or I told everyone this was my goal and you know when you have that moment, like that aha moment along the way, and you do want to change it, it starts to feel like, yeah, like I'm a failure or, oh, I can't because, you know, I wrote it down this way or I'm going to let these people down. And I think just, it's really important. I'm speaking to myself as well as our listeners. We have Mm -hmm. to get out of that mindset, right? That's not doing anything good for us. We're totally allowed to flow with it, right? And just see what feels right to us. Cause that's really what a goal is about. A goal shouldn't be feeling like you're so stressed all of the time. And I mean, of course, there's probably moments, right, where you're working at something, there's going to be, you know, give and take some good days some tough days. But overall, if something's like consuming your entire life, or you're so involved in what is going on that you can't focus on other areas, you're just wiped and worn out. I mean, clearly, this may be something we want to adjust for ourselves, right? We don't deserve mm-hmm. to feel like that, as we're on the road to try to achieve something great, you know, and I don't think we're really going to be able to stick with it, right? I think that's just kind of easy to think about. Like, I'm probably not going to stick with that if it feels that terrible for my day-to-day, you know? And so, yeah, I I love that whole idea 
Um, and also another great thing to keep in mind is kind of creating a vision of your outcome. Uh, and maybe it's not like that shiny, on the pedestal, unrealistic thing uh, we were talking about earlier. Maybe it's just a more clear idea of what you actually want. Um, and so I think this will help you understand that process more, right? Start to really put in place that system, those feasible kind of attainable things that we can really look towards and look forward to. And ask what outcome is going to feel the best for you realistically. So that's, I think, a really good thing just to check in with yourself um, and make sure that it is reasonable. You know, if it's something that's completely impossible, yeah, you can set a goal. Yeah, you could run yourself ragged day in and day out. But I mean, if it's just not realistic at all for you, unfortunately, you may not get to that point, right? So maybe it's just a version of that, something attainable, something that's sensible for you. And also create that process like we've been talking about. Uh, just map out those feasible daily habits that can get you there. If you don't create those habits or that system, maybe you could start to feel detached over time, right? Kind of like what Bri was saying, you know, a couple months into the year, we feel just so far away from that original goal or so far away from that idea or what we wanted. And so if we just start to kind of move away from it uh, because it doesn't feel achievable or good, yeah, we can get stressed out. Uh, you know, maybe it's gonna be something that we take really hard on ourselves, right? And we don't deserve to do that. Don't stress yourself out with this. The point, again, is to be helpful and to make a better version of you. So yeah, I think those are some other things to kind of keep in mind as well. Yeah, consistency is definitely key here. It's absolutely mm -hmm. hard, you know, when the motivation fades a little bit after we're getting settled into the new year and it's not so much of the kind of the hangover, you know, not speaking from an alcoholic standpoint, but just like a holiday hangover <laughs> in general. Yeah. <laughs> we all know that feeling, you know, when that kind of oh, magic yeah. fades, uh, it's important to stay consistent. So uh, because you have these written down, maybe they need to be posted somewhere where you'll see them regularly or, mm -hmm. you know, you have them somewhere in your phone that you regularly look. Um, it's definitely important to stay consistent and remember what you had going on. If you ever lose track, you can get back on. Part of that is um, having an accountability partner or even if it's not someone who's doing something along with you, just tell someone about what you're doing. Because once we say it out loud and we know that it has fallen on someone else's ears, we are more likely to follow through with it because now it's not just us feeling like we have to follow through for us, mm -hmm. but now that other person, maybe the next time we have a conversation with them, they're going to say, how's X, Y, and Z going? Mm -hmm. And you're going to have a much better feeling about answering and saying, oh, I'm doing well on this and doing this, this, and this, rather than either like trying to come up with an excuse or just right. feeling like you maybe let that person down, even though they weren't even really depending on you completing that. But why is there so much guilt with New Year's resolutions? Like as we're having this conversation, <laughs> I'm realizing this of mm -hmm. talking about all these failures and all of this, like there's so, so much to be self-conscious of, but that can so much be negated. Yeah. yeah. Easily. If you, set those small goals and you stay um, realistic with them and you keep with your process. So you have these goals written down, but the writing doesn't have to stop there. You can write down your weekly progress reflections. So take some time at the end of your week, whenever you want to have the end of your week be, and ask yourself, how did it go? How can I improve? And um, don't just write down things like, I need more motivation. Like, what, what does that mean? You know, that's mm -hmm. what we've been talking about the whole time. Yeah. You need that specific, like, okay, I didn't do this this week, but I'm going to try this next week. Something specific and measurable. So, yeah, talking about how can, how can I improve on that? What did I do well? And what can I do better? What can be done differently? Can I take a different route to get to the same outcome that feels better or that works better? So just reevaluate, check in with yourself along the way. And then you can take that time to adjust weekly plans uh, with your goals in mind, you know, your weekly to-do list or even a daily to-do list. You should have your end goals in mind when you are creating those because that's more likely to keep you consistent and to keep you on track with achieving your goals. 
yeah, the consistency I think is one of the most challenging parts I think with a lot of different New Year's resolutions yeah. and goals, right? Because again, it's easy when you're like in bed or like you're at that New Year's party and you're like this year this is what I'm going to do, right? Because you're like in this great mood, you're feeling it, and you're like, I can totally do this. And then three days later, you know, you're laying in bed and you're all cozy and you're thinking about getting up and doing that thing you were going to do at like six in the morning and you're like, nah, right? And so I think... See, the magic fades. It's a thing. Exactly, exactly. But I think, you know, checking in with yourself um, and I think like what you said too, you know, like having an accountability partner or just someone that you're able to check in with, right? Because not only are you going to be excited to tell them about like, well, yeah, I killed it this week. This is what I did. But if you are having that moment of like laying cozied up in bed at 6 a.m. and you're like, should I get up and do that? And you're like, I don't want to, but, ugh, but you know, they're going to ask me next time. And, you know, mm-hmm. I better just get up and do it, right? That way I can tell them like I have been killing it. I think those are really good things to keep in mind. Um, and also too, I just wanted to add kind of like a flip side of that. Cause I know, I think we're going to go into talking about like our own kind of goal setting tips or fails or successes that we have had. Um, I think another good thing, and this is like polar opposite of that, but a thing to keep in mind too, is that for some goals, you are allowed to silently go about your goals, like humbly, quietly, with no one knowing, right? And if that's a better process for you, if like the accountability route isn't really your thing, you're totally allowed to do that, right? And I think for a lot of people, especially someone like me, that's like really hard on myself, sometimes for certain goals in my life, I prefer to do that, right? Because it's not like I have all this expectation out there and I feel like there's this pressure and that kind of starts to tumble down on me, especially when the magic fades and I start to lose a little bit of motivation. If I know that this is kind of just a silent thing that I'm going about doing, You know, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, I don't have to put that unnecessary pressure on myself that someone's going to judge me or they're going to think that I failed and then I'm really going to think that I failed. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it totally can be. And so I think that's something that I've really kept in mind because the cool thing is, like, let's say you do set a goal that at the end of it, like, might be noticeable to other people. If you kind of go about that silently, you don't add in that accountability, buddy, you don't have perhaps that excess pressure or unrealistic expectations, whatever it is, you know, if you go about that goal silently and you're able to kind of do the things we talked about, you know, keep yourself consistent, make it a system for yourself, it'll be cool when people or really yourself, especially first and foremost, like, notice that in time right and then they can be like wow what were you doing right or what were you doing differently and it's like oh well I had this like little goal for myself and I totally killed it and sometimes that's like way more satisfying than like telling everyone again like at that new year's party like this is what I'm gonna do right Definitely it's kind of like you just be. Yeah. show up down the road and you're like yeah that's what I did and I totally killed it right and so I think again that's polar opposite of the point we were just making but I think there's real value in both methods there totally is and sometimes maybe even for yeah. specific goals like so maybe you have you know that one big those two short-term goals maybe one of them you have the accountability buddy for the other ones are just kind of things that you're taking on humbly silently and just moving towards right they're just for you and I think that's something really good to keep in mind Um, because yeah I think honestly as we move into that that little next section here talking about kind of personal stuff for us I think in the past that's one of been one of my biggest hang-ups both of them actually I think sometimes having that accountability partner has been a hang-up for certain things I think in other areas having someone there to keep me accountable has been the reason why I was successful right because you know oh I'm gonna need to show up or I want to show up for them you know Um, and so this year I will say that you know doing this research which I was really happy that I did because it's weird sometimes it feels like you know just setting a goal oh it's easy I set the goal and then I do it and then the goal happens right but it's I don't know why but it's just like we kind of miss all of this planning we miss all these little details that could make it so much easier so much more feasible Um, so I was really happy that I did this work pre-new years and kind of started my 2022 and my resolutions or goals or my systems I'll I'll start to reframe them as my systems for the year with Mm -hmm. all this framework right because I think that's going to be something really big for me to keep in mind. Um, in the past, oh yeah, I've had ooh, so many forgotten New Year's oh, yeah. goals. There's like a graveyard somewhere of my like Absolutely. dead New Year's goals. It's just like a haunted plot of land where all of my goals are just floating around until the end of time. I have headstones there. Yeah. <laughs> 
I have a fountain. There's a decorative <laughs> bench. Like there, yeah, it's it's a decorated, just ghost town of all of my past, uh, my past goals, right? And I think you know, for me, a lot of them were completely unreasonable. I'll say that. Um, some weren't. Some were things that I could achieve. But a lot of them were just like way off the mark, right? Again, I had that like laying in bed on New Year's Day moment of like, I can totally be or do this. And it just wasn't even me to begin with. Wasn't really attainable for me, but I just had that idea in that bright, shiny moment and was like, yeah, I'm going to go for it. Um, And so I think having unrealistic expectations was one of my downfalls. But for this year, I'm totally gonna think about everything as a system. Um, and you know what, I've, I've kind of stopped trying to have that big shiny goal. So again, I was talking about how, you know, I think, I don't think I'm alone in this, but you know, I've gained a few pounds over the pandemic. Not like I'm super unhappy about it, but I was thinking to myself, you know, I would just like to get in better shape. For me, you know, I wasn't gonna do what I did years past, right? Like I'm gonna lose X amount of weight, because sometimes, yeah, sometimes like along the journey, like you get to a certain weight or wherever you're at. And I was like, I'm kind of happy right here. Right. And even though Mm -hmm. this was my goal was like five less pounds, I was like, well, I kind of digging right here. Right. But then you get down on yourself because that's not the goal. And then it's just that whole Mm -hmm. unhealthy place. Right. And so this year it was just like, I just want to be more healthy. I just want to get in better shape. Um, And for me, I started to think about like, well, what does that look like, right? And setting that system. And it's like, well, I just wanna, you know, just get back at least a few days of activity. So it's three days of activity, Um, whether that be in the gym, whether that be taking a walk, whether that be anything, right? It could just be anything. So that way I'm not held to that. Um, Because in the past, I think I've also put like, you're gonna go to the gym like five, six days a week, which is just kind of like crazy. Cause like you work and things happen and life happens Mm -hmm. and, you know, you just get off track so easy. And also I was like, well, you know, and there's other things to make you feel fit and healthy that don't involve just being in a gym, right? And so that's kind of what I'm definitely doing differently this year already. Um, you know, I'm, we're a few days in, you know, so the magic might fade, but already with that kind of new framework, I'm definitely feeling like just a lot more positive about it, right? Instead of sometimes I think my goals felt a lot more daunting. Um, and I'll just say that little that little change in that framework and how I'm feeling about it has definitely been, yeah, feeling a lot better. So Bree, how about, how about you? Would you like to share any of your 2022 goals, your tips, your fails, your successes? Yeah, so I actually started towards the end of 2021 making that chore list that you were talking about. Like on certain days I do this, on certain days I do this because mm-hmm. – uh, so I have an eight-month-old daughter, if our listeners don't know already. I haven't really talked about her recently since I've been back. Uh, and so – obviously very busy with her and my partner is a firefighter and so not always home and uh, there's times when I put her to bed when I'm I call it my solo parent night (laughs) and there is just so much to do around the house like she is in bed and I have maybe two two and a half hours before I need to be in bed and there's just too much to do so I had to figure out a way to kind of space that out throughout the week. So that has been going pretty well. You know, it's like Mondays, I clean up the living room and Tuesdays, I make sure that I have the dishes done, you know, dishes, they're a daily occurrence, but there's like some certain things that I need to have for the week and make sure that those are done on Tuesdays, you know, so on and so forth. So that Mm -hmm. has been working pretty well. Um, I am going to be making the splurge in 2022 to have a house cleaner come regularly. Oh, um, good for you. Because I did that right before I gave birth and it was glorious. And so that is something I'm incorporating for 2022 is making sure I have that budget set aside because that gives me so much more of my time back. You know, when I put her to bed, I'm not sweeping and mopping the floors or dusting my entertainment center. That can be me time. And that's something Mm -hmm. that I definitely going into 2022 is something that I want to increase for myself because I'm absolutely loving this new role of being a mother. But there are quite a few days when I look at myself in the mirror at the end of the day and I'm like, wow, didn't brush my hair today. You know, my little girl (laughs) is dressed up to the nines and she's Mm -hmm. fed and she's bathed and she is just living her best life. And 
I am doing well if I changed my socks that day. Right. Like you're losing yourself, right? In that process. Yeah. Yeah. And see that you time. So that's something I'm definitely incorporating is less cleaning when she's napping or whenever she's sleeping, you know, nighttime, daytime, whenever it happens. It doesn't always happen. Don't listeners don't think I have a perfect sleeper. Let's not set that out there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) you're like trust me that's not the case but when I do have the time uh I want to spend more of it like you know watching a show or reading a book that has nothing to do with parenting or something like that actually recharging exactly exactly so that's that's part of what's on my new year's list along with the decluttering that I talked about earlier so I am on that five-day challenge Uh, As we're going through this, I really identified that I have more work to do in what my system will be after this five-day challenge because I have created this momentum. My pantry is looking gorgeous. My bathroom is looking gorgeous. But what happens when they stop looking gorgeous? What's my process there? I'm not there yet, but I am... I'm kind of doing this like detox of clutter in my house right now. That's part of the challenge is even if you're not okay with how empty your counter is right now, leave it that way for seven days so that you can just see how it makes you feel. And then after that, Mm. if you want to put a basket on the counter, you will remember how you felt during that seven days without the basket there. And if it made you feel more calm when you walked into that space, because what I'm learning is that visual clutter can cause stress in our lives and totally. none of us need any more of that right now. So mm-hmm. I am just detoxing myself, even though it's, it might be a little bit extreme for what's actually practical in my life with an eight month old right now, but we're trying it and then we can make it more realistic after that. So it's another thing with goals. Like if you need to start out strong, just to expose yourself to that and then work up to eventually getting to that strong point, but having you know, those times along the way where it it wasn't a clean week at our house this week, you know, that's okay. Maybe next week it will. Um, Mm -hmm. So as we go through this episode, you know, I have those couple of things that I'm working towards, but I myself even need to work on making sure it's written down that I have a process in place. I love that. I like the idea too, of just being kind of mindful, right? Like, like we were saying, you know, like see how you Mm -hmm. feel within it, right. And kind of take that time to, figure out and adjust right and I think yeah mindfulness is something we preach every episode on the show because we always do a meditation right we're always encouraging our listeners to add or incorporate meditation if it's you know if it's only just in the time they're listening to this podcast and practicing there but in their lives as well um and so yeah and so that's something to um you know I'm really excited to kind of do more of in the new year that was definitely one of my because I had, you know, goals split up, you know, like personal goals, financial goals, health goals, you know, just little things. Um, and one of them, yeah, was just to take more time to meditate um, and make sure that I'm doing that, even if it's a minute of me just being mindful of how I'm breathing, that counts for me. You know, it doesn't have to be this whole huge meditation session, you know. And so actually that is a perfect segue. Yes, it is. And I thought this was super appropriate, right? Talking about goals, talking about, you know, feeling empowered, uh, creating a new system, a new framework to achieve goals or things we want to bring into our lives this year. We're going to do an empowerment meditation. And hey, maybe this is something that you can kind of add in beyond this episode. And so if right now you're able to participate in this meditation, I would like you to just find a comfortable position whether that is laying, sitting, standing, kind of put your body wherever just feels organic, comfortable, and natural for you. I want you just to start being mindful of your breathing. Start taking breath in through your nose and exhaling through your mouth. If it's comfortable to close your eyes, do so. Or you could always focus on a certain spot in the room or around you. Continue taking these nice deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. And start to scan your body. 
from the top of your head down to the tips of your toes. Feel if you're holding any tension. Feel if perhaps you need to adjust a little bit before we really sink in to this breathing. Maybe you are clenching your jaw and need to relax your forehead or open your palms a different way. As you continue with this breathing, I want you just to visualize yourself. In your mind's eye, visualize yourself climbing up the summit of a mountain. Imagine as if you were really there. Feel your feet walking. Feel the cool air against your skin. And take this visualization a step further. Maybe you can hear birds around you. The sound of running water. The branches of the trees as they blow in the wind. Take in all the possible sounds, smells, and sensations that come to you as you continue to ascend up. Now imagine you are reaching the top of that mountain. Look what's in front of you. Perhaps you see a beautiful sunset in the distance. Maybe there's beautiful water below or snowy hills. As you observe what you're seeing, how are you feeling? Are you feeling strong, empowered, accomplished? Do you feel courageous or successful? If you're feeling none of these, simply observe whatever feelings are coming and going. Recognize that this ascent to the top is your success and you are allowed to feel confident and powerful in this moment. Take in the light from all around you. Allow that light to grow your confidence. With every breath in and out as you stand on the top of this mountain, breathe in that energy for yourself. Take a moment here to just soak in what you're accomplishing, even if it's small steps of your life. Start to think about what you're grateful for or the ways that you feel blessed. Let that energy just grow bigger and continue to flow through you. And I want you to take a few big breaths at the top of this mountain. And give yourself a thank you. Tell yourself you're proud of who you are, what you've done, and what you can become. Take one last big breath in at the top of this mountain. When you're ready, simply let go of this visualization. Be back wherever you're at in the room right now. Come back to your breath. Become aware of you breathing in and out. Be aware of the connection you have in your seat, 
on the floor or wherever you're at. Take one last big breath in and hold it for a count of two. Or a big exhale. And when you're ready, you can start to bring attention and focus back to your body. Return to your normal breathing. Gently open your eyes. You can wiggle your fingers and toes. Whatever you need to do to bring you back into this present moment. So I hope that was a good way to round out the episode today. I feel like, you know, a little bit of empowerment uh, was definitely something good to end on for us having this whole conversation. And again, this is something hopefully you can take on, even if it's that small feeling that perhaps you had on the top of your visualized mountain, right? I think just having those few moments for ourselves can really be something that can help us center, calm, focus, and yeah, um, really keep our sights on what we're looking for, right? And what our goals are for the new year. So I hope that, yeah, you guys may take that and practice that at length or just little bits and pieces of that as you move on into this new year. Thank you, Lisa. I think maybe caught up on our process goals and maybe need a little bit more mindfulness practice in my life right now because as we were talking about, you know, climbing up that mountain and we got to the top, my mind immediately started wandering to, okay, how are we getting down this mountain? Like we're here <laughs> and now how do we get down? Okay. Are we going right. to like slowly right. thank ourselves for the journey and then come back down? And then when you said to just release it, I was like, ah, that was nice. I don't right. have to worry about the way down. So I think I need to incorporate a little bit more mindfulness to like just be in the moment and not be thinking about like, okay, what's next? <laughs> totally. Right. So yeah. I, I think I need a little bit yeah. more of that, but thank you. That was, that was definitely a good exercise. We are going to include in the notes for this episode, some more uh, resources for you to keep going on this goal setting. So some videos, some books, um, an article or two, just making sure that you can keep going on, on this idea. So thank you so much for listening and we will see you for our next episode.